0: Welcome to the Success with God and Psych podcast, where it's all about a purpose-driven life where God and psychology mix together and guide your way. And now, your host who's funny, informative, and a straight shooter, doing this so you have a better life, Dr. Jessica Kirzner.
1: Hey, 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 you know what I like to say? There's no better day than today for blessings, impact, and purpose. And tonight we're in the love zone, guys. I like to call it the love zone. And we're going to talk about love, dating, relationships. And so I'm going to take a call and I'm going to read one of these emails and respond to it. And that's on the agenda for tonight, guys, right after this break. All right, and we're back, guys. So let's look at email number one. I recently discovered that my boyfriend of five years cheated on me with one of his friends. He lied to me about it when I asked him about it. So I talked to his friend. She told me that they slept together one time after she broke up with her ex-boyfriend. I told him what she told me and he said he was sorry, ashamed, and honestly blocked it out from his mind. My problem is besides the fact that he cheated with one of his friends, apparently all of our friends knew about it. I feel like a fool. I am mad they all knew and no one said anything to me. I believe he is a good man and I don't want to throw away five years. How can I move past this and save my relationship? Well, that well, that's pretty heavy. So five years in your relationship, I would innately have some questions. So before I even respond, I'm going to say to you that my questions are, um, this friend of his is like his best friend is this a casual friend uh do you believe her when she said it was one time um how often does he hang out with this friend and then have you been um faithful in your relationship and then just what was the state of your relationship at this time were you guys on a break were you guys um still talking all the time and so those questions would be like my initial questions, but so we don't have those answers. So I'm going to respond to it, how it is. But my thing is, so this guy, he cheated on you with his friend. So he could have picked, okay, cheating is just not good in general at all. So no, 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 no. So I would love to tell you, um, that, oh man, you know, all people cheat and and you just need to move past it. I. I would just not want to date a guy that cheated on me, but you're saying you want to save your relationship. So obviously you're okay with that. My thing is, okay, he cheated, but he cheated on you with a friend and he cheated on you with a friend that everyone knew. And then everyone knew he cheated on you with his friend. And so my biggest issue I have with this whole thing is does this guy respect you? One, because not only did he cheat on you with her, everyone knew about it and he didn't tell you. And all these people knew about it and they saw you all the time. You saw them all the time and everyone kept it as a secret. Secondly, he cheated with his friend. A friend that he repeatedly was around again. And although she said it was only one time, still, he cheated on you with his friend. She felt the need to come clean. Um, and so that's the only reason why you know. But it, it, would he sleep with other friends? You know, does this guy honestly not have. Uh, any, uh, so he's saying he cheated on you once, or you think he cheated on you once. My thing is, has it been more times? Cause he cheated on you with his friend and I get that she broke up with her ex boyfriend and okay, maybe she was, um, vulnerable or, you know, I don't, I don't know what kind of excuse they could say, but at the end of the day, he was with his friend, a friend you trusted, you trusted him. And everyone knew about it. And it's just, to me, of all the people in the world, you had to pick the people that we knew, that we both mutually know. I just, there's a place in me that just says that makes it even more not okay. So if you're okay with cheating, we're always saying, I'm okay, because you're saying you're willing to move past it. I don't know that. I would be okay with it being someone that we both know and that you see all the time. It's like, could you not pick a stranger? Could you not pick somebody like that? I am not, um, that I don't hold in my confidence or I don't talk to or that I'm not familiar with. And so I, I just want to put that out there because I'm, you said you feel like a fool. And I think I would have felt the same way. I would have felt very foolish. I would be like, I just can't believe they all knew and they were seeing me all the time and it was his friend and this whole time they were still hanging out together and that's just not okay. Um, But okay, so now we get to your question. How can you move past this and save your relationship? You guys need some counseling. I mean, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a therapist. I'm saying that because obviously um, this is going to take a lot to move past. You know her, your mutual friends have known this. Is he willing to give up this friend? Um, Are you willing to not be friends with her and him again? You didn't even address that. You know, you still talking to her. You didn't say you were angry with her. You say you were angry with him. Um, And so it's going to take a lot foundationally uh, for you guys to change and work on your foundation to move past this. And so you're going to have to address all those issues and then just trust because will you be able to trust him with any of his other friends? Are you going to be okay with him still having female friends? And it not bring up insecurities in you. And because of that, that takes a lot of hashing out things between you and him, establishing places for you to feel trust. And um, and then in the process, when you're moving forward, when those insecurities come up for you to code for you to have somebody that you could talk to that don't know any of you and don't know him. And like that's not attached to him in that way to say, you know what? I'm not okay with this. I'm very upset about it. It still is triggering it for me. And you don't have to argue with him about it or talk to him about it. If you really plan to move forward, because sometimes that can still damage your relationship. If you say you're going to stay in it and move forward and then you're constantly bringing it up and you're constantly bringing up the past or you're constantly bringing up the triggers for you. At least you have someone you can kind of process that with, talk about it, vent that out, um, and, and move forward. Um, I can't say for sure, because people make mistakes. I can't say that this is not necessarily an unhealthy relationship or um, because we don't know all the dynamics here. All I can say is this is a sucky, really, 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 really sucky situation. Um, And uh, good luck. Meet Fred. Fred once felt stuck in a rut, and he had trouble connecting with other people. Then Fred read the book Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica (laughs) Kirshner. Fred found the book interesting and exciting. The down-to-earth approach that the book takes helped to increase his self-esteem. Now, Fred spends less time feeling bad, and he grew to first love himself. Eventually, he gained the capacity to connect with others. You too can benefit from The Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kirshner. Get your copy for only $9.95 from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Books A Million. That's Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kirchner. Get up on your signed copy at HealingAxcoach.org All right guys. So we just took our first call and I just want to talk a minute about trust in a relationship because um in our email question the biggest issue with that relationship is going to be trust and the biggest thing was trust was broken and trust was broken in more than one ways not only did you break an agreement that the person broke an agreement that the two have between each other but then also you break the trust with honesty and sometimes people can make make mistakes and there are big mistakes and there are little mistakes but the biggest thing in a relationship is to always be honest about what's going on And what you do do and when you do make mistakes, because mistakes happens, we're all flawed people and we're two flawed people, hopefully um, trying to be together and uh, be the best versions of ourselves for each other. But the flawed part means that we will make mistakes. And so the way you preserve trust in your relationship is to be honest about things. Be honest when you make mistakes and then go out your way to try to protect your person's trust and um A lot of people don't realize that by protecting your trust means protecting your partner's trust means that you do things that um, you make sure that other people are not able to have windows of opportunity to make people make your partner believe that other people are involved in your relationship or are aware of something that you're not and or that something is going on that is not. So, for instance, like my husband and myself, we protect each other's trust in various ways. And one way is that if we're going to go out with uh, any of our opposite sex friends, my husband is always aware of it. Um, he, he is always aware of it. and nine, nine times out of ten, I'm not by myself. And the reason why that is is so I can protect this trust is not that we don't trust each other or we don't trust our each other to behave or that we think we're going to be unfaithful. It's just that we don't want to have someone to have ulterior motives and then have a window of opportunity for one of us to become insecure or to doubt the other one. And so we don't do that. We keep each other in the loop. We're always honest. We're upfront and we give more information than what's required and what's needed. And so that's just one thing I wanted to have a thought. Of. I had a thought about that. And I want to have a moment to talk about that before we move on to the next one. So next one, I'm going to take a call. And so we're going to take a break and then we come back from this. We'll have a call. All right. So we're back and we have caller EB Shaw with a question about dating or pursuing someone with dating. So he's trying to date a woman and we're going to go ahead into the call, guys. Here we go. Okay, so you wanted to talk today about you wanted to try a relationship with a girl, but she's old.
0: She no, she's cold. Like she's she's been like indifferent. She's not giving a try to me, or she's not giving me. Uh, I don't know. She's she's not giving me the permission so I
1: can oh, so I can oh, oh, can oh I'm following you now so she's being cold she's not she's not being receptive
0: yeah she's been like okay I don't care uh, how was your day good and you oh mine was perfect and was pretty crazy and all the and she replies like oh it's good it's what, it makes oh. me feel like really bad
1: so she's being short with you
0: yes so
1: what what, let me ask a question first how are you talking to her is this by phone is this like social media how are you talking uh, to her
0: social media we are
1: chatting yeah do you know her in person or you just know her via social media
0: yeah i know her in person actually i only say said her hi like two times and give give her a kiss on her cheek and that's that's it, because it's really it's really difficult because she's my like she's my like co-worker, but she's uh, on the other side of the floor. But I am not able to go to talk with her because her mm, supervisor is like, hey, 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 guy, please don't stay here. Don't interrupt my team. They are working. So get away from here. And that's why I'm not able to talk with her. In
1: <laughs> so her supervisor says you can't come over to her side to flirt. And so you have seen her at work. You've talked to her maybe once, kissed her on the cheek, but then you can't interact with her anymore. So you hit her up on social media.
0: Yeah, I'm trying, but she's been, yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> and did so- you say like, uh, did you just try being blunt and saying, hey, would you like to go on a date?
0: Um, well, mm, I haven't, I haven't tried that, but she probably will say, uh, eh, what day? And there was a, like Friday at night. Mm, what do you think? And she will say like, um, I don't know. I have a lot of things to do or something like that. I don't, I don't think so.
1: I, Dude, wait, 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 what makes you think that that's what she's going to say? You haven't, <laughs> you, you've only talked to her a little bit and women, despite what a lot of people like to say, women are actually not that crazy and pretty logical. And she may be receptive. She may say, because you come out and just say you're you're wanting a date. If you're saying hello, then she may think like, okay, she's not up for small chat. But if you say, you know, I, I, I think you're cute. You want to have dinner sometime or have lunch and be straightforward. Then she may say, Yes, or she may say, No, I have a boyfriend. I mean, she may say, Let's talk a little more.
0: Yeah, do you think so? That's really what it scares me, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry for that. And I, it really it scares me because, you know, uh, I don't I don't like rejection. And I know this is part of life and this is uh, like it's part of the relationships or something like that or flirting whatever but it's something that i i don't like and probably
1: no one likes no no one likes rejection but if you don't put yourself out there then i mean you're going to end up in the same place anyway because you were think she's rejecting you already by because you say she's cold when really she's just like why is this guy inboxing me she doesn't know the purpose so if you could just say to her what the purpose is, then she may be receptive. But you can't do anything right now but get what you get where you're getting. Like you can't get no results, no different results than what you're doing now, unless you say you change a method. So you could either you could either be straightforward, or you could try to do things to woo her a little more. So like maybe not try to go over that work, but maybe send some flowers to her desk with a note that says it's from you.
0: It's <laughs> <That's> really cute.
1: <laughs> what are you are you I mean that's how dating goes, you know, like you have to woo her. Um are you are you like opposed to trying to woo her?
0: I don't know. There's there's a a uh, another thing. You know, I I don't know her very well. I just started to talk with her like one week ago and at the first time she was like she was giving me a conversation like really fluent and the week after of that then she just became like cold and I don't know. That's why I really I'm really wondering what's what's going on there. Is if she just like testing me or just like oh fuck this guy is like weird I don't want anything. And that's and that's it.
1: I think she's I just know. confused about what you want because you had the conversation and then you sent her like small talk instead of saying like, hello, you know, like I really want to take you out for lunch or I want to ask you on a date. And, you know, unfortunately, the dating world now, it, it people um, do so much by social media that people aren't as. Forward as they used to be. So you'd be surprised how many people inbox her with casual, uh, crap. They're just like trying to shoot the breeze instead of saying like, "Hey, I like you. Let's can I take you to lunch? Can I take you to dinner?"
0: Yes, I I won't. I will try that. I will try. That. Thank you for yes, that. Yes,
1: that. All right. Thank
0: yeah. you. Okay. One thing. I remember. I remember something. Okay. At I work. Uh, I remember they did just like a, like a little event, where you give like one buck and they send a little card with a with something I don't know maybe romantic or maybe just like a joke. And I sent her a little card that says that say, what what the hell say can't stop uh, can't stop thinking when you smile or something like that. I can't okay. remember. And I. And the gift was like the card and three chocolates. That's the last thing that I sent her, and it was with my name. So,
1: okay, so you did try to reach out and send her something cute, and then after that, she still gave you the cold, the cold, the coldness you're talking about, the, the short talk.
0: Yeah, that was that was in that was in February, and I talked with her like yeah, like I told you like one week ago.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, then, then, but so you said that in February, and then you didn't hear anything from her, and so you left her alone, and then you tried yeah. to talk to her last week.
0: Yeah, I tried something until the last week. Yes.
1: And then she talked to you fine last week, but then after you started hitting her up in the inbox, then she was she was cold again.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: Okay. It sounds like she doesn't know what she wants then because if you send her something already then she knows you're interested. And I don't know what happened between February and the end of April but um, somehow she you guys just didn't make it happen or whatever. But now you're it's like you're back in the you're back on the scene. She should know because you sent something before. So at this point I say, you know, maybe she's got a boyfriend. Maybe she's just got a bunch of crap going on and she just is not available you know emotionally
0: so So
1: I would not not waste my time anymore with her because she sounds like she just may not be available emotionally or she may be dating someone else and just doesn't want to say it. oh she's just being kind kicking my ass she could be doing that too (laughs) but I don't think she's playing hard to get I think she she may not know what she wants um, and that could very well be so Sometimes, sometimes people don't know what they want. So it's like they're, she's partway interested, which is why she talked to you one way, one time. The next time she's just kind of like, well, you know, it's whatever. And it's not really about you. It's more about her. You know, she's just not in that space where she knows if she wants a relationship or she knows fully if she's interested or not. She's not disinterested, but she's just not fully sold.
0: Okay. Thank you for opening my eyes. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much. This this was so interesting. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> you're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you so
0: much. Bye-bye.
1: All right, and we're back, guys. And uh, like you heard on the call just now, that gentleman, um, it can be difficult at times to know when someone is uh, interested in you like you're interested in them. And sometimes you can think you're you're doing things that they should know that you're interested in, and vice versa, but you don't. And – the fear of rejection on both sides prevents people at times from um, from putting themselves completely out there. So if you're the person that's trying to date this person or woo this person, you know, you still have to say, even with the fear of rejection, that, I mean, if you don't do anything, then you're only going to get what you have. And you don't know that if that person would reciprocate those feelings, if they're interested or not. And then on the opposite end of that, if you don't. Uh, if you're not fully transparent, that person say, hey, I am interested or I'm not interested or to even take the time to see really what their intentions are, then you can only be where you are, too. And so really and truly dating uh, now is more confusing than it has ever been because people choose to text and email and um, send a lot of things through ways that they that are impersonal and they think they're being more personal but it puts more barricades in between you um but uh, like the gentleman he tried he he tried uh sending a note and he tried uh see, seeing this woman at work um but his efforts were uh, either not reciprocated or he was prevented from uh being further to further advancing in those op- those uh those advances anyways Um, and so you have to get creative sometimes and say, how can I meet, how can I meet this person in person and face to face and do something that is sweet and kind and that will make them think I'm a pretty awesome person and that they should hang out with again or get a date, um, that you can sit down and have a face to face. And so I really challenge people now to do the face to face. Don't do so much, um, behind a computer screen or behind your tech screen or um get get in person and be okay with rejection because you if you 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 gotta kiss a bunch of frogs before you get to prince charming as they always say and so you're gonna not date the right one in the beginning anyway and so that in of itself can feel bad and it feels rejecting and so don't be afraid to put yourself out there and keep trying guys and good luck with love and so next time on the love zone we'll do the same thing and so that's it for tonight guys have a good night